Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Croquis from Home. I'm going to be your host again, the same as last week, Brandon Shell. And we have ahead of us uh, one hour of drawing, uh, life drawing, which is typically from a model, um, from a nude model. This is Epson Radio. Um, so last week, I think it went really well. I think it was a good start. And we'd like to uh, continue the same trend this week. So if you need to get in contact with us, it's radio at epsilon.cph.dk. We are a new station um, connected to uh, Fokahusa in Vestibro. Um, if you don't already know and you're tuning in from another country or another place, wherever that might be, welcome again. So the reason we start at 7.50 instead of 8 p.m. or at 20 is to give you all a chance to set up. So um, what you should be doing right now is getting your model ready. And as we always do, you want to make sure that your model's warm. So put them close to a heat source. If you are the nude model, make sure that you yourself are close to the heat source and find a mirror. Decide how far away from that mirror you're going to sit. Um, is that mirror going to crop off parts of your torso, parts of your body, or are you going to do a self-portrait that captures all of yourself? Um, those are things we can modify later, but it's good to start there. Um, I would suggest to start with the full body. Um, and then if you need to later, or if you see an interesting composition that, um, you know, puts things askew, uh, you can switch into it uh, later on. Um, also, the lighting source, the lighting source in the room is uh, important for the model and for you as the drawer. Um, you want to create shadows. Um, shadows are what help objects turn. Um, typically, when we draw, as I mentioned last week, we draw from representation. So if you think of ancient Egypt, if you think of um, medieval drawings or medieval paintings, those are representational. If you think of the Renaissance, if you think of uh, Rembrandt, if you think of oh, so many realism throughout the 19th century, there's a lot of shadow, there's a lot of contrast, and that helps um, to create expression, even when just drawing the body. It helps objects to turn, it helps them to feel more real. And the easiest way to do that is to make sure that the light source is coming from one side. Um, again, make sure that the light source, excuse me, make sure that the light source is not shining into the model's eyes. And wherever you're going to be sitting, make sure that it's not shining into your eyes in the room. Um, specifically because it's the holidays and you may have um, other lights on, maybe you have a tree up or maybe you have some different decorations up or you have candlelight in a different assortment than you normally would, uh, take a second to maybe decide um, to use that, to work with that, um, to exaggerate that, or to just ignore it. Um, you can make that decision now, and of course you can always switch to another iteration during one of the breaks. Um, 
You can also decide now if you would like any props. Uh, make sure they're in the room um, so that they're easily accessible. Make sure that you have whatever materials you're going to be using. Um, pencil, paper, obviously, um, or canvas, or paint, markers, whatever the medium is that you're going to be using. Uh, make sure it's ready. Uh, if you're using paint, uh, get your glass of water um, to rinse it out. Oils, uh, you need some type of essence to do so. Music, music, music. That's an interesting one. So I made the decision, um, it may change later, to not put background music in these episodes because I think it allows you all to play your own music uh, at a different volume from my voice, perhaps a bit lower um, or louder if I become annoying to you um, while listening to this uh, program. So you can get that set up. Uh, if I'm playing through your phone, maybe play some music on your computer and vice versa. Um, and if I'm playing on your computer and all you have is the computer, you can obviously open up Spotify and turn the volume down in the background. Um, this allows people that don't want to hear music while drawing to do so. And it also allows um, you all that want to hear music to listen to the music that you would like to hear. Um, we start the class with some short poses, uh, one minute each. There's 10 of those. We have a short break. I'll um, tell some anecdotes or just leave you with some white noise. Then we go into four five-minute poses, a break, and then we go into our last 20 minutes of our session. Um, and you can decide for yourself if you would like to do that two times 10 minute drawings or one time 20 minute drawings. It all depends on your style and, and what you're after. I personally, as you guys I, who were with me last week know, I don't, uh, I'm not typically, <clears throat> excuse me, into longer poses. Um, my attention span is quite short. Um, for me, it's more about gestures and shapes in large, big, exaggerated forms. Um, but for you guys that are into more um, realism or photo representation and more colors and that are using mm, shading and, and uh, watercolors, 20 minutes allows you the time to do that. Um, so model, uh, get warm. Um, you don't have to get undressed just yet, but begin to think about the poses that you will do. Um, some things to avoid are mirror poses. So mirror poses are the ones in which you do the same pose back to back. Um, we go through, I guess, all together, 17, 15 to 17 poses throughout this class. And what can happen is that um, you, re you end up reusing the same po pose more than once. I call them mirror poses. So if the weight is on your one hip and your hands on that one hip, um, avoid shifting your weight on the other hip and putting the hand, in, hand excuse me, in the same place on the next uh, iteration. Um, if you are the model and the drawer, um, same, same rules apply to you. 
uh, just make sure you're comfortable that you're seated on the floor. Um, make sure you have a pillow available. Um, and these first 10 poses are times to practice or get used to being still. Um, the times to clear your mind as the model. Also, as the drawer or seer, it's a time to uh, get your wrist warm up, warmed up, your pencils warm, warmed up, and just get acclimated to the room and the setting and take some breaths and get it in. Um, also, I think I failed to mention last week that I think during the first 10 minutes, um, it's important not to use your eraser. So if you have an eraser and you're using pencil, um, try to avoid that the first one minute poses um, because your mind will actually, you may think that you're drawing something wrong or completely off, um, but it helps to see it for a, a bit of time. I'll get more into that as we go along. So um, we're going to start here in one minute, uh, 10 one minute poses. So let's see if I covered everything. The heat source, the model should be warm. Um, if you can lift the model up uh, off the ground, that's always nice. Um, it allows you to see more without moving your head. Um, typically in a life drawing class, you would have them not at eye level, but maybe a, a meter off the ground, half meter off the ground. Um, you don't want them so high that you're looking up at them unless the interpretation is that they are some type of deity. Um, you want them kind of in front of you and unskewed. So um, 10 seconds, so we're going to start the first one minute. Uh, I'm going to say aloud when the one minute is up every time, and then you can switch, um, the model can switch into the next pose. So in two, one, first pose for the model and freeze. Okay, um, so model, um, I hope you didn't choose anything too extreme um, or too simple. Too extreme in the way that it, you can't hold it, um, and too simple in the way that I might as well be drawing a stick figure. Um, draw, this is the time to practice with your tools. Um, try to get as much of the body or the edges done. Um, what are you going to draw in the room? Where's where's the the model in the room? What are they close to? What are they adjacent to? Um, how far back are they? What is their relation to the bed if you're in the bedroom? Okay, and model, you're going to switch positions already in three, two, one, and switch. Yeah, so. If you can't come up with ideas, just start moving. Um, I think I, I mentioned this before, but as these classes go go along, of course, I will begin to repeat myself. But it, it bears mentioning: um, if you if you don't know how to stand um, as the model, you can start moving in slow motion. Um, as we get into longer poses, uh, I I would advise you to stay still. But if you're struggling in these first poses, uh, just stretch, make a um, arc with your arms in slow motion, um, bend your knees in slow motion, uh, pretend to be a frog, pretend to be a deer. I mean, you know, the world is your, <laughs> the world is your reference, whatever animal object 
other person, um, artist, or otherwise you can imagine, um, please use. Okay, and switch. And that one, I have to pay attention to the time. That one was two seconds over. So this one will be 58 seconds. Um, that was your second one. Uh, there's going to be seven more to go. Okay. Also draw, um, this is the time to explore your tools. Um, I mentioned it last week, bears mentioning again. Um, you don't always have to use the tip of your pencil. Um, pencils come in different softnesses, different hardnesses, if that's a word. Um, and you can use the side of it. And uh, when you want to turn something, you typically would use the side. So this is the time to start seeing how that's going to work. Um, okay, and switch again. Also your fingers. Uh, if you have a softer pencil, um, typically what we use um, for writing or when people wrote uh, in school, um, I mean, now we use the computer for everything and, and the internet, which is completely fine. But typically what you would have used uh, in grade school um, was a number two pencil, which is a 2H, which is kind of hard. Um, it still will give you some shading, but it is meant to not smudge. I mean, that's the intention. You don't want to um, write a book report or whatever it was and then touch it and all of your writing is gone. So 2H is typically what you would have used. Um, I believe they go down to, well, there's no such thing as zero. They go down to one and then they go back up to uh, eight or 12B, which is uh, soft. Okay, switch again. Model. Um, and and you should see how much of the the ink you can move with just your finger. Um, and that's how you're going to get values of gray and gradient, which is, again, super important. So use your thumb, use your index finger, press hard, press lightly, and see how much of the graphite or lead you can get to move on the paper. You know, if you need to clean your fingers, make some fingerprints on the top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. Um, it's just to get you to see the vast variety of colors of gray and that you can get with just one uh, pencil. Um, you can switch again, model. And freeze. Okay, model, you have this is the fifth one, I believe. You have four more after this one. So yeah, if you if you have one of these B pencils, when you start getting up to 8B, it can get a bit messy. Um, for those of you using charcoal, you already know this. You just have a stick, um, and that stick can be everywhere. And to be honest with you, that it does help. I mean, it, it is, you can also draw... Um, and it's kind of one of the things I'd like to focus on this class is, uh, 
drawing the negative space. And I think if you can get your head around drawing the negative space, what's uh, around the model, um, you can do a better job of avoiding these uh, quips that where you end up with two dots for eyes and a, and a line for a mouth or, you know, dots for nipples and a belly button, um, which is also okay. Um, but while you have a model, um, it's, it's good to use them. Um, did I miss one switch? Okay. Anyway, this one, if I did miss this one, um, we're going to have one less, and this one was for two minutes, so I apologize for that. Um, but we're going to come up and switch in uh, 10 seconds model. And switch. Okay, so now you guys, the model and the drawer, you've been sitting there for eight minutes now. Take uh, notice of, are your feet cold? Are your hands cold? Um, are your hands clean if you're the drawer? I mean, I just told you to do the thing with the, with the graphite. Maybe your hands are dirty. Maybe you should get a cloth before we get to the longer drawings. Um, Okay, so we're still going, um, we're still exercising, we're still challenging. Um, for those of you that were with us last week, um, okay, one second. Um, model, you can switch. Uh, two more of these to go, two minute warm up poses. Um, did you want to look at your drawings from last week? Did you want to not look at them? Um, were you happy with them? If not, why? I mean, you you guys are doing something that is impossible. You're trying to freeze time. You're trying to draw with light. Um, the tool for drawing with light is a camera. It's not a uh, pencil and paper. But in that is the fun. Or in that is the challenge. And in that is where you find yourself in life drawing. Or croquis. Okay. Okay, in five seconds, we're going to go into, now, we're going to go into our last of the one-minute poses, and then we're going to have a five-minute break. I can also recommend, especially with these first ten poses, if you're not drawing big, um, some of us draw big and we go to the edges of the paper, um, to have them all on one page so that you can see that you're doing better than you think. Um, if you are drawing to the edges but not intentionally cutting feet off or cutting arms off or cutting the top of the head off, it's a good um, idea to, at this point, decide. Okay, so 10 seconds. Um do I need more paper? Do I need bigger paper? 
Um, and model, you're going to stop now. So model, you can put on your robe or put, don't get fully dressed. Um, we only have a five minute break, um, but you can warm up, uh, put your butt on the heater, um, put your butt next to the heater, put your back on the heater um, as you wish uh, and stretch out. If, if something fell asleep, um, which it shouldn't have in one minute poses, uh, stretch it out, um, get some blood to it, smack it. Um, yeah. And, uh, for the drawer, as I was saying, you may have found the edge of your canvas or paper and, uh, being honest with yourself, was that your intention? Was your intention to cut that person off at the knee? Was it your intention to cut off their thumb? Was it your intention to um, cut off their head at the top of the page? Um, did you find yourself getting to the edge of the page and having to make their arm shorter or getting to the bottom of the page and having to make their legs shorter just to get their feet to fit? So if, if that was your um, not your goal, then that's what those first 10 drawings are for, finding the edge of the paper. Um, so reassess, um, where, um, the model should be in the frame and the frame being your canvas or your paper, um, or whatever medium you're using. Yeah. So for those of you just joining us, that may be a bit late. Um, this is Croquis Life Drawing. Um, on Epsilon Radio. I'm your host, Brandon Shell. There's something new we're trying. Um, I have experience doing it and hosting it, um, not at Epsilon, but in New York. And I went to art school in New York. Um, I don't make art anymore, but I still enjoy the uh, experience of life drawing. Um, and I know for a lot of us, it's not about uh, being better at um uh, representing the human form on paper. It is an exercise in challenging ourselves and challenging the way we see things, um, or just taking a break from the, from normal, um, turning off Netflix for a second, um, turning off TV for a second, um, whatever it is just to get the wrist going, get the hands moving. Uh, so carpal tunnel doesn't set in. So if that's what you're joining for, welcome. Um, and if you're willing to, if you're willing to, if you're willing to, um, I'd really like to um, see uh, some of the drawings. So you can um, send them to us on Instagram or um, you can email us at radio at epsilonCPH.dk. I'd love to see what you guys are coming up with at home. Um, so that I don't feel like I'm speaking to a wall. Um, obviously, I know that a lot of you attended last week, actually more than could physically be in a class. Um, so that warmed my heart. And then I knew that I wasn't just talking to a wall in a church. Um, yeah, so model, you've got uh, about a minute and a half. Um, draw, you've got a minute and a half. If you need to go to the bathroom, uh, do it now. If you need to change your water, if you need to get something out of the kitchen, if you need to, yeah, whatever it is, um, go for it now. We got, uh, you got one minute.
if you want to if you didn't before and you want to add music now um you can search for that playlist now if you joined us late music should be playing on your end in the background of my voice um, maybe down the line maybe it's a bit too awkward to have white noise um, for me or we get some feedback that it it's a bit weird and I'll come up with some music um, to put in the background but for now uh, for me myself I'm been at the radio uh, going on two weeks now and a lot of it at the beginning here is a lot of music, so it's nice to have this break of silence, but still uh, productive, constructive, um, meaningful connection. Um, I mean, music is definitely a tool to do that. Okay, so model, um, take off the robe, and in two, one, this is going to be a five-minute pose. The first of four. Okay, so if you... If you were exaggerating in the first one and you barely made it that minute, don't do that pose. Um, don't do that pose. Don't do that pose. It doesn't really help the drawer if you are moving. Um, it's hard enough to draw something stagnant. Um, so as much as you can, try to stay still. And uh, drawer or seer, don't cheat for them. And what I mean is don't cheat for them. Don't cheat yourself. Typically what happens, because we have these ideas of representational uh, body figures, um, we, we see what we want to see. In other words, if the person in front of me is placed in a way where I can't see one side of their chest, for instance, the, the kind of common trick or trope is that you will start to slide your head to the left to turn their body to bring their chest forward. And it does that, um, and it does that well, but we're not cubist um, unless we're practicing cubism or um, and we're not Picasso. And we will end up with bad Picassos if we start to lean left or lean right. So if you can't see their other nipple, the the other part of their chest, their back shoulder. Um, if you can't see their toes because of the way they're kneeling, and you can only see their knee, and their knee on paper looks like it's a nub and you forgot to draw the other leg, so be it. So be it. Uh, that's That's the position they gave you. That's the form they gave you, and that's how you should draw it. Um... And it's okay. It may not read as a great drawing for somebody that wasn't there, but the point of these exercises is to draw what you see, not to draw um, what you're supposed to see. Okay? And actually, if you guys have ever been to a museum and you look at the sculptures, they do a great job of making it because they're doing it in the round and they're doing it in three dimension, they do a great job of turning the body and, and making no angle seem awkward. And also, because it's we only see what we want to see, we don't see the times where there is an awkward angle. 
Um, so even in the, the, the best um, realist sculptures, if you look at it on a certain angle, you'll start to realize that there are other times where um, it doesn't look right. And not because they did the anatomy wrong or because they drew wrong or they sculpted wrong. It's because there are angles in which you can't see every part of everybody's body. Okay, uh, model, you don't have much to go. You've got about a minute and a half uh, before you can move. Um, we're not going to take another break. We're going to go right into the next pose. Um, so think about that. Again, um, if that left leg is asleep, don't necessarily go right to the right leg and do the same thing. If, if you absolutely have to um, go to the right leg and lean exactly the same way, make sure that your arm is not in the same place. Um, make sure that your hands are not in the same place. Maybe if you grabbed your hip last time, maybe put your arm over your shoulder. Um, maybe put the other arm behind your back. Um, yeah, maybe stretch it out. Whatever you want. Use, uh, you, you've got another five minutes to go and we're gonna switch in 30 seconds. Okay, uh, 20 seconds to go. Ten seconds, model. Thank you guys for being with us. Okay, model, you're going to switch now. Yeah. And um, if you want to quickly draw, you can double, double check your light source. You'll lose some of the five minutes, but maybe the light source is throwing bad shadows. Um, so you can move it. Uh, I wouldn't do it during the same drawing. Um, I would say that if you started the drawing, you should keep the light source in the same possible area until you're finished. Um, yeah. So um, I mentioned before about the eraser, and there are different types of erasers. Um, there's your, there's your, I guess, pink one that you used in school, um, again, um, and they also have the same properties. There's soft ones and there's hard ones. Um, what you would 
probably use in art school is a softer one and it would be gray and it would almost be like clay or um, so it would be um, uh, palliable so uh, soft and movable you can make shapes from it you can make it a thin eraser you can make it thicker um, and this does the same thing it's almost if the pencil gives you the opportunity to go from uh, zero intensity to 100% intensity, a good eraser will give you the opportunity to go from 100% intensity back to zero. And what I mean by that is the amount of pressure you use with a good eraser will erase less or more. And uh, when you get into these longer drawings, what you, you're, what you will realize is that when you make these big hard lines of the edge and you say like this is exactly where their arm is and then you realize like oh no that's wrong um the softer erasers will let you erase 50 percent of that line and leave it there as a guide so that when you draw it the next time you can move it um and and what you'll see over time is that by you moving it, what you're actually doing is creating the shadow that allows that arm to turn. So you're trying to draw the edge of the arm, if that makes sense. You erase it, it doesn't come completely off, you draw it in the right place, then you realize, oh no, that's wrong. You erase it again, and now what, you, what you've actually created without realizing it is a gradient and a shadow that probably, you probably were right all three times when you drew the arm. And now you've got this this nice kind of gray, uh, 50% tone that is turning the arm. That's of course if the if the model didn't move, and and of course if you didn't draw the original line too hard. Yeah. So model, you've got a. Uh, I don't mean to be so hard on you, model, but you're kind of important to croquis and life drawing. So it's important that you take responsibility and. Uh, for the drawer and the seer, it's important that you take care of the model. And of course, if that's yourself, take care of yourself. Um, 30 seconds and we're going to switch. And while I'm here, I might as well encourage you guys to um, stay tuned in to Epsilon Radio. 10 seconds model. Okay, and switch. This is gonna be the second of the four five minute poses. So what I was saying is I can encourage you guys to continue to listen to Epson Radio. Um, I am the producer along with Alexander Wilstrup and we're both uh, eagerly and judiciously um, coming up with new programming and interesting programming and we could use your feedback on what you like and what you don't like um, especially when it's things like this that are more eclectic and more nuanced and maybe a bit more eccentric than a typical radio we just need the reinforcement that they work um, so please don't be shy and uh, be in touch.
and I can also say um, for all of you guys that uh, made music requests through um, Instagram, I have them. Uh, I'm working through them, and they will play tomorrow uh, on Christmas Eve or Christmas, depending on where you're from. In Amer I'm American, so it'd be Christmas Eve. Living in Denmark, so it's Christmas tomorrow. Um, so they will play tomorrow um, in between some Christmas music. So if you made a request on Instagram, uh, listen in between noon and six. And um, if for some reason you can't, they will repeat um, throughout the next weeks. And if for some reason you didn't know you could, uh, feel free. Um, I'll shout you out and play the song for you or dedicate the song to someone else as you see fit. Just make a note and I will see it. Okay. So we talked a bit about line value um, as it goes from uh, transparent to um, opacity. You can also think about line value as it goes from super, super thin to uh, thick. Um, you know, you can also, some people enjoy drawing with... Um, architecture uh, pens, which give you a nice, clean, even, thin line. Um, and then they will use cross-hatching or pixelation, or pixeling, not pixelation, to create the turning that everybody else is probably doing with a pencil. And uh, paint is typically the same thing. Um, and that way you would, ooh, you, you got a lot to do if you're using uh, color. Um, because then you have the option of making the current color darker or making it darker. <laughs> and I know that doesn't make any sense, but the same way you could press harder on a blue pencil and make that blue a darker, deeper blue, you can also just switch to a darker, deeper blue. And hopefully that explains what I was trying to so eloquently. Um, and really, guys, don't be afraid. Nobody's going to see these drawings unless you um, show them to them. Sorry, my phone is ringing. Um, I'm not going to answer it. I'm here with you guys. I'm not going to put it on airplane mode either because I'm on call for the radio. Um where was I? Yeah, so um, explore these things. Uh, model, you've got um, a little less than a minute left, and then we're going to go into the third of the four poses before break. Explore these things. Nobody's going to see these drawings. You don't. There's no pressure to hang them up on the refrigerator or put them in a frame. You're not gonna. You're not gonna give them out over the holiday. Um, you don't have to give them to the model. You don't even have to show them to the model. Um, they're for you. They're your exercise. Um, obviously, if you are, I mean, that's a bad joke, but if you are the model and the drawer, you will see these drawings. But in that case, as soon as you're done, fold the piece of paper up and put it somewhere, never to be seen again or never to be seen until it's to be seen. 
Okay, model, you can go ahead and switch. So we are officially halfway through um, our one hour session, not including our 10 minute setup time. And I hope uh, to see you guys at Epsilon in person um, in the future. Uh, I can't imagine that this situation is over January 3rd, but when it is over, come say hello to me. Uh, I'm not sure who will be teaching the class. Uh, I'm doing it in the meantime. Uh, online or digital on radio, as you know, um, but I'm normally at the bar, so you can come say hello. Um, you can see me around Epsilon. I'm there pretty much all the time, even on my days off. I enjoy the food. Um, so stop by and say hello. Um, it's a great space for those that don't know. Um, the colors were chosen by a, a Danish artist named Tal R., who just has a great sense of color and uh, a juvenile uh, sense of abstraction, if that makes sense. It may or may not. I'm still here, guys. It's just, I'm still figuring out how much I need to talk to let you know the radio didn't cut off and how much I need to talk, um, how much white air or white noise or no noise uh, you can get away with on a radio station. Um, but your internet connection is still working, um, and I'm still here coaching you. We talked a, a bit about it last week, um, and I'll just go off the same token. I, I got the idea, or I remembered um, while preparing for this class, um, drawing people on the subway in New York. Um, you could do the same thing here on the Metro. Um, it was a good exercise. Of course, you have the the kind of shyness or the awkwardness of them figuring figuring out that you're actually drawing them. Um, but I will say most people don't care or they're a bit flattered by it. Um, and they're also usually too shy to ask to see the drawings. Um, I do remember uh, one or two times somebody actually figuring out I was drawing them and then posing a bit, which was, which was kind of nice and interesting. Um, it was a different social connection um, than the obvious ones. Um, and that goes right in line with the with the mission statement of Epsilon and Epsilon Radio. Um, social interaction, maybe that is not forced, but also not the easiest. So yeah, I can encourage you to draw people on the subway. Um, the if if there's one um, sort of issue with it is that you it's hard to get new poses but the poses you get can be nice 
I mean, there's a lot of leaning, um, so you can get some good uh, diagonals. Um, you can get some good weight distribution if they're holding on um, to the pole. Um, I mean, you got, uh, this is the subway in New York. I mean, the metro is not, it comes too often for it to be packed. Um, so people are probably sitting down. Uh, but yeah, if uh, there's some good folded legs to draw, it's, it's good for studying where people's um, legs overlap and where their feet um, cut each other off when, when they're sitting. So I can encourage that as practice as well. It's not the same as croquis or life drawing. It's a, it's a different element, but it does help uh, get composition and angles. Okay, so 10 seconds left model. One, okay, and you can switch. So if I've done this correctly, this should be the last of the five minute poses. I can um, even recall sometimes missing the train on purpose or missing my stop on purpose um, because I felt like I was in a, in a good groove. Um, in wintertime especially, you get more form than body because of all the big jackets. So you can really get some interesting um, um, silhouettes and shape distribution. Um, it also allows you to draw different body types and then exaggerate. I mean, there's a lot of bubble jackets. So typically what you end up with is a, is a head and then a big mass of some awkward bubble shape. And that's good. I mean, that is um, that is part of life drawing. You're drawing from life. You're drawing from observation. You're not drawing from representation. So if you end up drawing something and you've got this big mass that you can't really figure out what it is or why it looks like that, good. So be it. Um You also get different body types. I mean, people that are short and wide and people that are tall and not wide. And, you know, you can also use it. Um, people usually on the subway are better at giving you good hands. Um, so they're usually holding on to something and a fist is a fist is pretty straightforward to draw. Um, I think typically you end up drawing kind of four fingers of the same thickness and uh, length. Um, but that's, and then you can't figure out where the thumb goes usually. So if you start paying attention to people on the train, especially in wintertime when they have on gloves, it's a good way to figure out which finger overlaps which finger. Um, typically the pinky, uh, as we know, is a bit, uh, thinner, but it doesn't start off. It's not um, the same distribution all the way when you make a fist. It's usually angled into the ring finger, as we say in America. I'm not sure the Danish term for the same finger. Um, so, yeah. So, 
So you can pay attention to things like that on the train. Um, I'm just pulling up my notes um, to make sure I'm giving you guys enough. You can also, um, I haven't talked to the model in a while. I'm sorry for ignoring you. I'm sure by now you're in your own world, um, trying to concentrate on not moving and good for you. Okay, so shortly we're gonna, what should we do? We've, we've had those, I think we need a bit of a break and then we'll go into two. Maybe I didn't leave enough time. Okay. So I realize now that our last, let's do this. Let's um, take a five minute break in one minute and then let's do one uh, 15 minute pose. And that would take us to the end of the class. I somehow did the breaks differently this week. Um, if, if you're okay model, you can of course take a shorter break and then start to make the last pose um, longer. Okay. And if you're the drawer, okay, so model, you've got 10 seconds before a break. This is what happens when you ramble in a room by yourself. Um, okay, model break, you, you lose track of time. Um, so that happens, that would happen in a real class as well, with nobody there to keep you on track. So this is going to be our last break. Um, if you want to be kind, you can give the model a chair and a pillow and they can take this last one pretty relaxed. Um, that's typically what you would do in a, in a, in person as well. Um, they've been cold kind of for almost an hour now. Uh, their legs have been asleep and awake and their arms and their fingers the same way. Um, you can give them a seat. You can give them a, a blanket. Make sure the blanket's underneath them. If, if that's make, just make sure that the blanket isn't covering a part of the, the form that you want to draw and find interest in. Um, make sure they're getting warm and, uh, so forth. The same rules as when we started. And for you as the drawer or the seer, um, this is the time where you can really take your time. Um, you're going to get a long pose here. Um, you can really, maybe you want to revisit um, one of those poses from before that wasn't too hard that the model can hold for 15 minutes. Um, maybe you want to, you, you like the black and white and now you want to do it in color. I mean, Typically, that's what you would have done in, in traditional drawing anyway, or illustration is do it in, in gray, do it in black and white, and now we need it in full color. We, we're, 
we're going to print next week and the magazine's in full color, Mr. Illustrator. So can we, can we have the model in full color? Uh, it, it, I really want it to pop. I want the, the eyes to pop. I want the, the clothing. We're not doing clothing, but I want my, I'm the advertiser and I want my product to pop. Um, also, if, if um, the model, uh, you can give them a prop. Uh, we talked about the fist and being on the subway. You can always give, do the same thing at home. You can give the model a, a cup, a glass. Um, you can give them a cup that doesn't look like a cup. Um, I'm sure if you've been to um, any ceramics classes, you are aware that a cup doesn't always look like a cup. It can sometimes just be a vessel, as is what you say for those things that don't really function. Um, <laughs> so you can give them a vessel. Um, you can put it on their lap. They don't have to be holding it in their hand. They don't have to be holding it hands uh, claps, uh, excuse me, hands um, around it. They can be holding it from the top. Um, and they can turn it on the side. However you want. If you are the drawer, if you are the seer, you are home uh, and you are in control. And this is the great thing about doing croquis from home. Um, if you were here, you would, of course, have to follow the lead of the guide and also the lead of the other people in the class. Um, um, and then, so model, you've got um, one minute more of your break if you started already good for you kudos to you and yeah those yoga classes and those pilates classes are paying off um or all that biking whatever whatever it is or maybe you're just naturally talented at staying still maybe you have a gift um unfortunately life models don't make that much so uh it's not going to make you a millionaire but maybe for your drawer or your seer, you are worth more than a million. You are priceless. And you're definitely priceless in this situation um, because without a model, we cannot draw from life. Okay. So I'm not going to do too much coaching um, on this last one. If you've been here with me um, all this time, I thank you. Okay, in 10 seconds, we're going to go into the last pose for 15 minutes. Okay, and we're into our last pose. Um, so thank you guys for joining me. It's the holidays. Uh, maybe you're listening to this in the future and it's not the holidays anymore. Um, but just thanks for joining. Uh, it means a lot to me. Uh, we want to hear from you. Please send pictures or just well wishes to us as we do every day here on uh, Epson Radio, sending them to you. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, keep in mind also if you, back to the drawing, if you are kind of tired of the model, uh, start drawing the stuff around the model. Draw the model last. Uh, you know, maybe the model is just a blocking the room. Uh, maybe the model is just um, a void uh, in front of the beautiful curtains or 
draw the light, draw the light that's coming through the window or draw the light that's coming from the light source. And um, the way you do that is the same way you do everything else. You draw what's, what's not there. You draw the shadow, you draw what you can't see. Um, unless you're in color and then of course you can use white um, you can use uh, off-white um, if you're like me you probably have more warm light in your house than you have uh, cool light so your cool light is your LEDs they give like a bluish greenish hue usually and then you have your incandescent light which gives you a yellow brownish kind of candlelight hue um, I know we're in Denmark and I'm pretty sure the kind of standard light is the latter, the uh, incandescent kind of candlelight, yellow, um, warm uh, light because we get so much cool, dark, kind of wet light, if you can say such a thing, from outside. So the ambient yellow light is typically what we seek uh, especially during this time of year. Um, it mimics sunlight as much as a light can compared to a big, massive, uh, huge thing that warms the entire planet. Um, but yeah. You guys are doing really well. If, you, if you've been drawing this whole time and if you've been modeling this whole time, you're... You're amazing. You're amazing. I'm actually not at the radio station uh, right now. I'm, as some of you may or may not be, with my family um, in Momo's house, and I'm recording from here. Um, so if you can hear them, in the background, they say hello. Uh, and from my family to your family, to your family's family, to your friends, uh, from Epsilon Radio to you, uh, we are going through it all together and we have each other. We Hopefully we have someone. And even though we can't be present together, uh, we can do what we can to make the distance uh, plausible or functional or passable, however you want. And typically we do that with Netflix and television or reading. Um, but croquis is also a valid, valid, valid option. Um, it also is a way to pass time. Um, it is another way to connect with someone else, even if that someone else is yourself. Um, so if you've done it um, solo today with a mirror, Thank yourself. Um, enjoy your form. Enjoy uh, your shape. Um, enjoy it all. Okay, we're, we're coming up on uh, 10 minutes to go. Coming up on 10 minutes to go. I thought about having a little bell or something to ring to let you know to switch positions. Um, I haven't, the verdict is still 
out on that. I don't know that it's necessary. Um, also, I, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out uh, how you guys are using this um, this uh, function. Um, is it just a peaceful thing that plays in the background while you do your own thing? Um, are you drawing? Are you cooking? Um, yeah. I'm not sure. Either way, happy to have you. And of course, as we go along and uh, we become more comfortable with each other, I can um, begin to introduce and learn with you guys some other um, art uh, aesthetic practices and uh, read from some um, art critique. And you can take that into your croquis um, lessons as well. But I think for these first classes, it's important to just reinforce the basics. And again, it goes without saying, the most important thing is to learn how to see and uh, to move away from uh, representation, because that's what we do. That's how our mind processes things. And it functions, it serves us so many functions and all the time it, it gets us through the day it's uh you know we do these very complicated relative uh movements shortcuts um you know you listen to the first part of somebody's sentence and you already know the answer and that helps it definitely helps you um you need to write something down uh, you write it as quickly as possible uh, you know, you shorten things, LOL, in text messaging, whatever those things are. Um, but we're trying to get you to write laugh out loud. Um, we're trying to get you to write for your information. And I'm using a bad analogy about um, writing um, and language, but the same rules apply. So um, if you go back to FYI, if you go back to LOL, uh, theoretically speaking, of course, of course, I mean, most of the drawing we see, animation, um, signs on the street, um, they are uh, representational and they are ways of communicating very quickly um, a service uh, and information. And the fun thing about croquis is you have all the information in front of you frozen and the struggle is trying to get that information onto the surface in front of you the canvas or the paper and that is extremely difficult and uh, you are a victim of your own mind and your own uh, possibilities because I myself cannot draw realism um I cannot, I, I, I don't have the patience for it. And not only do I not have the patience for it, I just can't do it. Um, but that doesn't stop me from 
every once in a while trying it or trying to learn about myself and my method of drawing. Uh, it'd be nice to hear what artists um, you guys like um, that specifically tied to life drawing. Um, there's not so much you get outside of, I guess, um, once you get past the, I want to say 1930s. Once you get past kind of the schools, the old kind of schools, the, the Roman schools of um, illustration and anatomy. Um, you know, the Austrian schools. And then, you know, there was this huge rebellion in a lot of places by the artists that got tired of drawing from the model, got tired of um, uh, somebody dictating what was art. And that's how you get these great things like cubism, which I mentioned before, and expressionism, and, um, you know, people trying to draw jazz and people trying to draw dreams. Um, but the, but it, I mean, I have a couple in, that come to mind, um, but I, I'd like to know, yeah, what do you guys normally do or when, if, or if, if at all you seek it out, um, what, uh, figure drawers or illustrators do you fancy? And I'm sure that it's. It's uh, not one that I know because I don't know so many. And also they aren't the the sexiest uh, artists to put in an exhibition, um, specifically now with art having a bigger purpose um, kind of globally than just uh, being pretty. Um, yeah. So we've got... Um, a uh, little over three minutes to go as my family uh, may or may not become louder in the background. They're doing their best, um, but I just wanted to be here with you guys for an hour and 10 minutes, as I promised last week. Um, I didn't want to disappear, um, even though it's the holiday, because I feel like there might be somebody out there that needs this. Uh, and yeah. So we did one last week, which is um, archived um, on Spotify or iTunes as you see fit. You can just type in uh, Epsilon Radio, I believe, CPH. Um, you may not need the CPH, but if you type in Epsilon Radio CPH in Spotify, you will not only get the archive of this program, but uh, some of our other programming. Um, we don't really archive any of the music mixes or episodes because yeah there's not much to them um to go back and listen to um but maybe we will in the future 
um, not at this exact moment. Um, so if you look at our archive, it's going to be most of our talk heavy programs. Um, coming up later this week, we've done uh, a music um, experiment, not an experiment, but there's a show that me and Alex do together called 15 Krona Vinyl. And a new episode will come this week. And that is uh, me and Alex try Alexander trying to find uh, really good music in um, the most obvious places, which is the cheapest um, kind of milk crate in the record store. Um, with the restrictions, we weren't able to go to any of the record stores. So we found a milk crate in the basement of Epsilon, which apparently has been there at least since the since uh, Epsilon was open and we are slowly um, going through it to look for music um, completely solely based on the cover. Um, we're not allowed to know anything about the music uh, previously. Um, so it's just a fun kind of change of pace show. Um, just another distraction. Um, one of many we've come up with um, to get you guys engaged in doing something else. So you can check that out. Um, the first episode is on the archive. It will also air um, throughout this week. Um, the new episode will come on Saturday, uh, I believe. Uh, I believe Saturday. Um, so you can check that out. So with that, um, I hope this worked for you guys. I hope you got a bit further uh, in your practice um, or learned a bit about um, life drawing and modeling and so on. So to the model, thank you very much to the drawer, the seer, and thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Epsilon radio, uh, radio at epsilon cph dot DK. If you want to get in contact, bye. <laughs>